With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y. J-O-E-L, and also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at veteran acquisitions, uh, new acquisitions that aren't living up to expectations, underperforming, aren't paying dividends, whatever you want to call it. Um, Since we're at the midway part of the season, there have been nine complete weeks. We're heading into week 10. So we're going to take a look at the most notable ones in that regard. First off is going to be Russell Wilson. Now, when the Denver Broncos traded for Russell Wilson, they thought they'd be uh, competing for a playoff spot. They went 7-10 and last year um, in March. The start of the new league year, he was acquired along with a fourth-round pick in 2022 from the Seahawks for Seattle's 22 and 2023 first and second round picks, a 2022 fifth round pick, and multiple players. Tight end Noah Fant, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, and quarterback uh, Drew Locke. He was supposed to be an answer to Denver's quarterback problems, which have dated back to Peyton Manning retiring after 2015 season. They've had a revolving door of quarterbacks since then. When they got new ownership, he was signed to a very lucrative contract in the preseason, although he had two years remaining on his contract. He's given a five-year, $245 million extension, which averages $49 million per year. It's $165 million guarantees, where $124 million was fully guaranteed at signing. The deal makes Wilson, the NFL's second-highest-paid player, in the league at $49 million per year. Now, it's been a rough start for Russell Wilson. Broncos are 3-5, th- 3-4 and, five, three and four when he plays. Um, he missed one game because of a hamstring injury. Also, he's received uh, platelet-rich plasma injections um, in his shoulder uh, prior to Week 6 contest, which didn't keep him out of that one. Um, offense has been stagnant for the most part. Um, and to make matters worse, his old team, Seattle Seahawks, don't miss him. Everyone expected Seattle to be in contention for the first overall pick. Instead, they're leading the NFC West at 6-3. and three. And Geno Smith looks like he's going to the Pro Bowl. Geno Smith is leading the NFL in completion percentage, completing 73.1% of his passes, 15 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 
It's got a 107.2 passer rating. Geno Smith, that's third in the NFL. Having a phenomenal year. It's half, they played nine games, so they got eight more to go. We'll see if Geno can keep this up. Now, on the other hand, um, Russell Wilson is off to arguably his worst start since his rookie year. Um, through seven games, um, Russell Wilson completing 58.8% of his passes. <laughs> Uh, that's 30th in the NFL. Uh, six touchdowns, four interceptions, 83.5 passer rating. That's 26th in the NFL. Through seven games in his rookie year, um, Wilson was completing 59.4% of his passes. Eight, eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. Had a 79.5 passer rating. Um, in 2012, Russell Wilson turned it around after that. Because um, by the end of the year, Russell Wilson, passer rating was up to 100. 26 TDs, 10 interceptions, completed 64.1% of his passes. So Denver's going to need Russell Wilson to have a similar type of uh, turnaround for the second half of the year. And, and also, um, Denver, through eight games last year, Teddy Bridgewater, 4-4. Four and four. They're 3-5 and five right now. They did not mortgage the farm for um, Russell Wilson to be a game worse this year than they were last year. And I think part of the Bradley-Chubb trade was, right trading deadline, Chubb was traded to um, Miami, and they recouped, they got a first and a fourth round pick back as part of the compensation. They were without a first round pick next year. They've gotten that back, and they got a fourth round pick out of it. Um, in return to help recoup some of the massive loss of draft compensation for um, Russell Wilson. Now, we're going to stick with quarterbacks, and it seems like the veteran quarterback acquisitions this year are falling flat on their face, haven't done what the teams intended them to do, and we're going to move on to um, Matt Ryan. Now, Matt Ryan spent his entire career with the um, Atlanta Falcons. Then the Falcons decided they were going to um, pursue getting the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. And that kind of opened the door for Ryan to decide, you know what, you don't want me, I don't want to be here. And he was traded for a 2022 third-round pick to the Colts. And the Colts have kind of had a revolving door at quarterback ever since Andrew Luck abruptly retired and they're off to a 3-3-1 three, three and one start with um, Matt Ryan and they were supposed to be the team to beat in the AFC North if not the Tennessee Titans and he hurt his shoulder and wasn't going to be able to play but the owner Jim Irsay announced well, actually, through Frank Reich, who's now been fired as head coach and offensive coordinator Marcus Brady was fired before then, that they're putting um, Matt Ryan on ice for the season, um, which was a surprise. Um, the Colts had success in 2020 with 38-year-old Phillip Rivers, an older quarterback. Ryan, 37, not the same type of success. Statistically, he looked okay. He's completing 68% of his passes. But nine touchdown passes, nine interceptions, 
was leading the NFL in interceptions with nine at the time. Still is, even though he's missed the past couple of games. 84.7% passer rating, 24th. 20, at the time when he was benched, 24 sacks was tied for the most in the NFL. Problem is, Matt Ryan's not, not mobile. Offensive line's been a huge disappointment. The bell cow running back, Jonathan Taylor, has been hurt. So, he had 12 overall turnovers. It's fortunate that the fumbles that were having an alarming rate were mostly recovered by the Colts, but still, that kills drives and momentum. At 11 fumbles, was on pace for um, 26 fumbles. Had he had he kept that rate up, which was going to shatter the, uh, which not shatter, but was going to uh, break the mark for fumbles, not ones which were turnovers, but just fumbles in general. It was held by Dante uh, Culpepper and Kerry Collins was 23. But um, when here's part of the issue, which is concerning with Matt Ryan, what they did when they acquired him. Um, he had two years left on his contract through 2023. They reworked his 2023 contract. They made a salary conversion for cap purposes, which is fine, but it's the second part of the deal, which um, is an issue. They converted $12 million of his 22 base salary to signing bonus, get $6 million of cap space for this year. As I said, okay. But, he had... Twenty-one million seven hundred five thousand eight hundred eighty-two dollars in twenty twenty-three. So, twelve million of that is now fully guaranteed. Um, they took two million of his uh, base salary and added it to his seven point five third day of the league year roster bonus due on March seventeenth. So, he actually had basically twenty-nine. Um, in total salary, you include the base salary and the roster bonus. Now that now that's ten. So that is a ten million dollar roster bonus on the third day of the league year, but it's guaranteed for injury. Now, so his base salary now drops to nineteen million two hundred five thousand eight hundred eighty-two with this maneuver. Now that remaining seven point two million is guaranteed for injury. It becomes fully guaranteed next March 17th. Um, he's not the answer at quarterback. Ursaid said when he traded for him that he thought Matt Ryan would be the quarterback for the next two years. Um, they went with Sam Ellinger, who clearly is not the deal. Uh, young young guy who was a late-round pick a couple of years ago. Clearly not the answer. And Jeff Saturday is the head coach. <laughs> And I'm my laughter is going to be all I'm going to say about that. Come out of the TV booth, never been a coach except in high school in Georgia, and now you're coaching an NFL team. It speaks for itself. There is a school of thought that they're putting Ryan on ice because they don't want to be stuck with the injury guarantee. Now his shoulder's fine; he's going to be active as the backup. Saturday has said that everything's open at the quarterback, so there's a chance Matt Ryan could play. Uh, they pretty much ceded the division to the Titans with this move. Now, they're probably going to go in another direction quarterback next year. And when they do, they're going to have $18 million of dead money. Would have been six had they not guaranteed the $12 million. And there's an offset with the $12 million, so it could be reduced. 
and they're going to have they're going to pick up 17 million 205,882 dollars of cap space, but 18 million of dead money. Now, could they get lucky and Matt Ryan decides I want to retire and give him a 12 million dollar gift? Yeah, it's possible. Is it probable? No. But um, Colts, man, supposed to be a team which is uh, in the thick of things to win the uh, AFC South, but need to figure out the quarterback problem. Now, the Washington Commanders took Carson Wentz off the Colts' hands. Um, Ursay wasn't happy about Carson Wentz last year. Part of it was him being unvaccinated. He's he trashed the inconsistency, trashed trashed Wentz and his inconsistency. He traded him um, after one season. They gave up a 2021 third round pick and a 2022 first round pick. Then let him go. So you know <laughs> that um. There is an issue there because you don't give up that type of draft capital to have a one-season rental. Now, best thing that the Colts did is they didn't touch his contract, and they found a taker. And I'm surprised that they didn't have to pay part of the salary to move Wentz. And they moved Wentz before they got Matt Ryan. They were they were gone. They were done with Wentz. They got a 2022 third-round pick and a conditional 2023 third-round pick. The 2023 third-round pick will become a second-round pick if Wentz takes at least 70% of Washington's offensive snaps this year. The expectation was Wentz was going to be the best quarterback Washington has had since um, Kirk Cousins left in 2018 free agency after playing two franchise tags. Um, There's some eyebrows raised earlier in the year when they were 1-4, and and Ron Rivera threw Wentz under the bus, pointed the finger at him for their 1-4 start, he walked back those comments, but kind of tells you how they feel about him. He's under contract for two more years at $53.4 million. Um, they went to 2-4 and four when they beat Chicago on Thursday night football, but Wentz um, broke the ring finger on his right hand. Went on IR on October 22nd, and they're 2-1 and one since then. He's got to miss this upcoming Monday night game against the Eagles, then he's eligible to come back. After four games on IR, you can come back. Um, he's been doing some light throwing. Taylor Heineke has been Taylor Heineke. There's a reason why Taylor Heineke, I should say, was not given the job after starting last year when Ron Fitzpatrick got hurt and they went out and got Wentz. He's not the answer, but statistically, ain't that far off. Wentz is completing 62.1% of his passes. Heineke, 63 Ten touchdowns, six interceptions, and this is in six games. Five touchdowns, three interceptions. Heineke's three games as a starter. They're two and one. Um, 84.1 passer rating, Wentz, which is 25th. Heineke, 87.6. Wentz always takes sacks. He's taking 23. One thing Heineke doesn't do, six sacks. Now, Heineke beats the undefeated Eagles. Not if he beats the commanders beat them, then does he get to keep the job? To me, Washington really needs to see what Wentz is. Yeah, maybe you um, have him come back when you make sure that uh, he's not going to hit the same percent, so you give up a third round pick as opposed to a second round pick. 
you got one guy who's two and one. You got one guy who's two and four. <laughs> uh, four and five team. Um, they're not out of it in this year. Um, but if he basically plays 13 games, 12 and a half games worth of play time, that's 70%. So you slow play him and then bring him back and you just play 66. So you save the pick or not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We got a couple more quarterbacks to talk about. Baker Mayfield next. Um, Baker Mayfield became expendable in Cleveland when they traded for um, Deshaun Watson. Um, Cleveland's kind of holding him hostage because they didn't want to pay too much of his salary. Nobody really wanted to take on his full $18.858 million fifth-year option. So he gets traded in early July, a couple weeks before training camp. Cleveland has to eat $10.5 million salary in a pre-trade conversion. He's got to give up a little bit of money. Um, he took a $3.5 million pay cut, which he could make back in not so easily achievable incentives. So Carolina was only on the hook for a base of $4.858 million as opposed to $8.358 million. So between two teams, he's going to make $15.358 million. Now, um, he had to beat out Sam Darnold, who was lousy last year in preseason, which he did. Now, the Browns are getting a conditional 2024 fifth-round pick, and it's a fourth-round pick if he takes 7% of Carolina's snaps. Mayfield was not very good last year, and he played most of the season through a torn labrum in his left non-throwing shoulder. And, man, he got off to a horrible start this year. Um, Matt Rule got fired, who was on the hot seat because of a 1-4 start. But Mayfield, in that Week 5 loss to the 49ers, had a high ankle sprain, and is now back. But P.J. Walker is still the starter, and for for good reason. Mayfield for the season, 56.6 completion percentage, last among qualified, qualified passers in the NFL, 34th, 78.1 passer rating, 30th, six touchdowns, four interceptions. Now, a couple weeks ago when P.J. Walker was awful and the Panthers were blown out, <laughs> He came in, game well out of hand against the Bengals, went 14 for 20, 155 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Best he's looked all year. But um, Panthers are 2-2 two and two with P.J. Walker 
three and six overall. He's not going to play that 70% the way things are going. So it's going to be a that it's going to be a fifth round pick that goes to the um, Browns. Now we got one more quarterback to talk about before we move to non-quarterbacks. Now in Pittsburgh, Mitchell Trubisky was given the first quack at replacing Ben Roethlisberger, who retired after 18 years, signed a two-year, $14.285 million contract with incentives worth up to $26.785 million. Took him three and a half games to get benched for Kenny Pickett, who was taken 20th overall in this year's draft. Trubisky was playing like some playing like someone who was afraid to lose his job. He did not was very conservative. The offense was very stagnant. Um, through the first three games he started, he was averaging a league low 5.5 per yards per passing attempt, was 26 in the NFL for 60.2 completion percentage, 77.7 passer rating, which at the time was 29th. And the only time he looked like he was playing free was against Tampa in week six when – Pickett had a concussion. He came in, went 9 for 12. That's 75% completion percentage. 149 yards, one touchdown, no interception. Kept drives alive to keep Tampa from getting the ball back. Run out the clock in a narrow 20-18 to 18 win. But Kenny Pickett, for better or worse, going to go through growing pains. He's the starter. Trubisky is... Probably going back to something similar to the contract he had when he left Chicago in 2021 to go to the Bills. In the $2.5 million range on a one-year deal as a backup for Trubisky. So the quarterbacks this year, their veteran acquisitions, have not panned out for the teams that acquired them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There are a couple of uh, non-quarterback uh, new veteran acquisitions that stick out like a sore thumb. And first and foremost is Chargers cornerback J.C. Jackson. Um, Chargers had a massive talent upgrade this offseason. Um, try to uh, put as much talent around Justin Herbert while he's still on his cheap cost-controlled rookie contract after Billy missed the playoffs last year. Now, Jackson was signed to a five-year, $80.25 million contract with $40 million in guarantees to short secondary. 
He had an ankle had ankle surgery in the latter part of the season, preseason, which caused him to miss two early regular season games. Now, he put his ankle at 90% when he came back. This is a guy who was an interception machine past two years. Nobody had more picks than he did in the 2020 and 21 season. He had 17. Was a pro bowler last year, second team all pro. Now, he looked horrible this year. Um, before he uh, dislocated a kneecap in week seven. Uh, dislocated his right kneecap against the Seahawks and is out for the year. He was so bad, he was pulled um, midway during uh, week six Monday night game against the Broncos. Now, for the season, um, opposing quarterbacks had targeted him 26 times. He'd given up 19 um, completions, 73.1%. 19.5 yards per catch. Opposing quarterback passer rating, um, 154.6. Giving up four intercepts, four touchdowns, no picks this year. As easily, the most disappointing um, new acquisition, veteran acquisition by a team. Now, I don't know, I'd say there's a tie for second between Chandler Jones and Allen Robinson. Now, when you have regime change, which is what happened in Oakland, um, Mike Mayak fired his GM. John Gruden resigned before he was fired or in the email scandal last year involving the commanders midseason. And they went with the Patriots regime. Dave Ziegler as GM came from there. And Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator. Now, Chandler Jones was drafted by the um, Patriots and ultimately traded because they didn't want to pay him um, to the Arizona Cardinals. His contract with the Cardinals expired, and he was a free agent. Now, older pass rusher, 32 years old. Um, prior to the past couple of years, older pass rushers didn't get paid. He was a priority in free agency, and they had a guy that the old regime had signed in 2021 free agency, Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe had 10 sacks last year. He's under contract through 2022, uh, two, a two-year deal. Because of a contract restructure last year, took an $8 million cap hit to trade him to the Colts. And they signed um, Jones to a three-year $51 million contract. Ngakwe is supposed to make $13 million this year on a $15 million uh, cap hit. Now, $32 million is fully guaranteed. And the idea was they're going to put up Max Crosby, and they're going to have one of the most uh, devastating pass rush duos on the edge. Well, Jones isn't holding up his end of the bargain. Has one half sack in nine games. 17 total quarterback pressures. That's uh, combined sacks, quarterback hits, and quarterback hurries. Not what you're expecting out of your $17 million per year pass rusher. Now, to make matters worse, Ngakwe, four and a half sacks in nine games in Indianapolis, 30 quarterback pressures. They play this week, so this would be a nice time for Chandler Jones <laughs> to show up and have a better game than Ngakwe so it doesn't put a magnifying glass on this particular aspect of the Raiders' road woes, a lot going wrong. A lot going wrong with the Las Vegas Raiders. Don't need this 
to be a glaring spotlight. Spotlight. Now, he's got an eight million dollar cap hit. I mean, he's got a seven, he's got a seven point uh, eight one two million dollar cap hit this year. So between the dead money and his cap hit, that's fifteen point one two. And Gakwe had a fifteen one million dollar cap hit, so hadn't been the best move. And you're not getting rid of him next year. Sixteen million in salary, fully guaranteed in 2023. So you got to ride this one out. Now, the Rams signed Allen Robinson after he had the worst year of a pro of his NFL career, other than in 2017 when he tore his left AC on the Jaguars uh, season opener. That didn't prevent them from signing him to a three-year, $46.5 million contract worth up to $48 million through incentives. There's $30.75 million fully guaranteed. Now, third year can't void with something Robinson is not going to hit to void the third year. Needs 2,001 combined receiving yards in 2022 and 2023. That ain't happening. And in the process, they traded Robert Woods to the Colts in what was basically a salary dump to accommodate signing Allen Robinson. So, in this salary dump, they get they have $12.1 million in dead money. And they ate Woods' $3.5 million fifth day of the 2022 league year roster bonus. Now, Robinson and Matthew Stafford have zero chemistry this year. Basically, the passing offense has been, where's Cooper Cup, where's Cooper Cup, and where's Cooper Cup? Now, through eight games, Robinson, 25 catches, 248 yards, two touchdowns. Miskoronic, late round pick in 2021, third receiver, almost as productive, 24 catches, 231 yards, no touchdowns. Yet, Robinson showed some signs of life. He had said best game of five catches, 63 yards. You're expecting a lot more from that for a guy who's making $15.5 million per year as a uh, second receiver. Now, might as well just kept Robert Woods in hindsight. Hindsight's 2020 vision. He was coming off the torn ACL, didn't miss a game this year for the um, Titans. But last year, in the nine games he played, he had 45 catches, 556 yards, and four touchdowns. One more game than what Woods has, has played. I mean, than what um, Robinson's played this year. The combo of Skoranek and Woods this year, basically what Woods did in nine games. They got the, these two combined, 49 catches, 479 yards, two touchdowns. I'd rather have, I got to imagine Robert Woods come to the ACL could do more than what Allen Robinson's doing this year. Now, there's no way you can get out of uh, Robinson's contract next year. He's got fully guaranteed $15.25 million next year. Now, you could have had Woods for 2022 and 2023 for $27.25 million. He was under contract for four years because he signed an extension in 2020, when he had a couple of years left, he was dramatically underpaid, which averaged $16.25 million per year. He's played no new years on the contract when you traded him. $60.5 million over the four years left. Now, 
He had a $15.7 million cap hit in 2022. He got a $4.3 million cap hit for Allen Robinson. And $12.1 million in dead money for Woods. That's 16-4 of cap charges for those two combined when you could have had Woods for 15-7 and more productivity. Now, to me, Rams gave Allen Robinson Odell Beckham Jr.'s money. If Odell Beckham Jr. stays healthy, total different ball game. Rams, different season for them because Beckham... In the Super Bowl, the way the Bengals were covering Cooper Cup and the start he got off to was going to be a strong candidate for a Super Bowl MVP. Beckham would add a different dimension to the Rams. Still could. He's out on the open market. He's looking for a new home. On general principle, if I'm Beckham, I say, fuck the Rams. I'm like, you lowballed me on my offer. You gave my money. And that's what he said. They gave him a lowball offer earlier. And they said, that's not our best offer. You gave my money to Allen Robinson, who's not living up to expectations by a long stretch. You have a tough road to even get a wild card. I love L.A., but you've disrespected me. And screw you guys. (laughs) I'm going elsewhere. (laughs) So this whole thing has a lot of reverberations, potentially. And Beckham hasn't been cleared to play yet. Um, that should come in the next couple of weeks, and he wants to make a decision reportedly by the end of November on where to sign and really wants a long-term deal. So, Rams, you may have uh, played yourselves on this one. Now, one last guy we're going to look at is Chase Edmonds. Um, Miami signed Edmonds to a two-year $12.1 million deal of $6.1 million guaranteed. Now, first couple of weeks, he was their primary ball carrier. That didn't last too long. Uh, Raheem Mostert, who missed almost all of 2021 because of chip cartilage in his left knee, quickly surplanted him. And he had more familiarity with the offense because Mike McDaniel, the head coach, was the offensive coordinator with the 49ers, and Mostert was with the 49ers. But Edmonds had fallen so far out of favor, he was included in the Bradley Chubb trade. (laughs) They shipped him to Denver for the season. He's averaging 2.9 yards per carry. 42 carries, 120 yards, two touchdowns, 10 receptions, 96 yards, one receiving touchdown. So they basically paid him $4,988,889 for eight games and for him to, to, get, to get rid of him. Mostard, on the other hand, signed to a one-year $2.125 million contract. Max is out at $3.125 million through incentives. 110 carries, 478 yards, two touchdowns, 13 receptions, 97 yards, one touchdown in his nine games. So, paid eight weeks worth of salary for Edmonds. Then, found a replacement, which is an upgrade. <laughs> Went out and got Jeff Wilson from the 49ers. They're going to have one too many backs. Elijah Mitchell, who got hurt early in the season, is now back starting this week, uh, made a blockbuster trade to get Christian McCaffrey from the um, Panthers. So, gave up a fifth, Miami gives him a fifth-round pick to get Jeff Wilson. And he already, in his one game, already showed that he's an upgrade over Edmonds as the other running back. Nine carries, 51 yards against um, Chicago last week. Um, 
three catches, 21 yards, um, and a touchdown. And only cost him 575 for the rest of the year because his base salary was 1.035. That's 10 weeks worth of base salary, 575. He's on a one-year, $1.85 million deal. At least Miami recognized the mistake, made an upgrade. They have a 49ers duo in the backfield from 2021, part of the duo um, with uh, Mostert and Jeff Wilson. But those are um, the veteran acquisitions who have been disappointments, aren't paying dividends so far, and in some cases won't uh, this year for their for their teams and their new surroundings. Well, um, that's it for this week's Inside the Cap. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And you can read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.